Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this uh, interview at my website, which is Tom, the number two, and Tall, T-A-L-L dot com. I have done over 400 radio interviews, and this will be in my top 10. I have an amazing guest today from Life is Good. I first found out about Life is Good, I think, when they first started. And I read about them, I believe, in Success Magazine. I was traveling in the U.S. I saw one of their hats. And I'm known for always answering amazing when asked how I'm doing. I figured good was all right as well, so I bought a Life is Good hat. And I wear it a lot. It's discolored. It's well used. But I love the message, so I wear it a lot. My guest today is John Jacobs. He's the co-founder and chief creative optimist of the Life is Good company based in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, John created his first poorly spelled and crudely drawn book at the age of five. And he's been writing and drawing ever since graduating from the University of Massachusetts in 1990 uh, with dual degrees in English and art. In 1994, with a combined sum of just $78 in the bank, John and his brother Bert officially launched Life is Good. Today, Life is Good is a $100 million clothing company with one simple unifying message to spread the power of optimism. Uh, John is the youngest of six siblings from Needham, Massachusetts, and I have read that he credits his mother with teaching his brother and him to face life's bumps in the road with a smile. Welcome to the show today, John. Um, thank you so much for having me, and, and life is good on your show. Uh, it's pretty exciting for me, uh, following you from the beginning. Now, I know the story because I'm a fan. Well, let's say people in Canada, and I'm going to see you. I'm in Toronto. You're in Toronto today. I'm going to see you today at your official Canadian launch. So tell Canadians about uh, how you and your brother Bert got started, uh, because it's a very fascinating story. Oh, thank you very much. Well, um, we we were uh, looking for ways to make a living creating art uh, when we were in college, and we always liked to draw and write as uh, as kids, and uh, we we thought that. T-shirts were a great canvas for spreading messages and, and trying out artwork. So we took to the streets uh, in our home city of Boston, and we would hawk in uh, high traffic, foot, foot traffic areas around Boston. And uh, we did that for a while. We actually bought a used van. We call it the Enterprise. We, we told ourselves we were going to go boldly go where no T-shirt guys had gone before. And we uh, we traveled up and down the East Coast 
go, selling in college dormitories, and uh, we we went all over the place. We uh, had a great time doing it. We did not have much success, and uh, we did it for five straight years, mostly um, living on peanut butter and jellies and sleeping in the van and uh, not showering really frequently. And um, and finally, after five years, and you mentioned the seventy-eight dollars. We were down to, and we were looking at uh, the real possibility of just hanging up this business idea and getting real jobs. Uh, we had a recurring conversation about how the media tends to inundate people. Uh, I, I'm, when I'm, I refer to the mainstream news media, often inundates people with negative information and um, sensational stories about murders and fires and disasters. And we wondered if uh, we could help counter that by helping people to focus on what's right with the world. We we very much acknowledged that a lot of bad things happen in the world, but we didn't think people were getting a balanced view through the news. So um, we we that led to a drawing that uh, we put up on the wall among a hundred others in our apartment back in Boston. And we had an old-fashioned keg party when we got back to Boston, and a bunch of friends came over. And uh, one girl in particular wrote a note uh, among many notes around this one drawing, one that said, this guy's got life figured out. And it was a simple sketch of the man we now know as Jake. And uh, and it said, life is good. Well, that's what we wrote. That's kind of how we distilled her message. And uh, we took the, the drawing and that saying and sold it at a street fair, and it changed our lives, those three words, because um, the response was immediate, and it was like nothing we had ever seen before. And we sold 48 shirts in an hour to a totally wide variety of people, all ages, all backgrounds, and it blew our minds, and it was like shocked us and scared us at the same time because we knew we had to now figure out how to run a business. We finally had something that had broad appeal, and... uh Fortunately, the the message was strong enough to carry us through. We we uh, really didn't have much of a business background, but we you know went step by step and we stumbled and made mistakes. But um, the the t-shirts were really popular and we started expanding um, the different graphics and uh, you know adding new products, kids products, women's specific products, hats, bags. But more importantly, we started receiving letters from people. Um, not only people celebrating life and you know saying I also love kayaking, gardening, grilling. Um, I'm thankful to have my dog, etc. But really deep letters, uh, people going through great adversity. They they would write that they were, you know, their hat was helping them stay positive through chemotherapy, or their their shirt helped to remind them of their their brother that they had last lost because he lived with such a positive spirit. And um, the, these things all led us to realize that Life is Good had the power to unite people and rally around, around something positive, even in the worst of times. So as the business grew, we we hit years where the U.S. was at war or the economy tanked or, you know, really difficult uh, acts of terrorism happened and, like, all these things occurred and it seemed like even at the worst of times the message was needed and and embraced and craved even more so that led us to doing some fundraisers and we decided that kids are the ultimate optimists so many kids 
if they, you know, have love in their lives, they, they embrace the world with open arms. And we want all kids to have the chance to to view the world that way and to embrace the world with optimism. So we created the Life's Good Kids Foundation, and, and it helps kids overcome poverty, violence, and illness. And over time, the business grew into not just a for-profit business, but a non-profit as well. And to this day, we are both and um, it's all about spreading the power of optimism. Our nonprofit just happens to focus on spreading that optimism to kids that need it more than anybody. So there's a lot more detail, but that's that's the story in a nutshell. I totally love what you say. I talk about in my talks that we average uh, anywhere between, uh, depending what you read, thirty to 60,000 thoughts a day. And if you just rely on the outside world for those thoughts, uh, you are not going to likely be a very positive, hopeful, joyful, happy person. And you have to pre-choose your thoughts purposely. Uh, otherwise, the negative will get you pretty quickly, even if that's, you're a positive right. person. You pre-tune, and, and you can also be pretty discerning about your sources. Uh, and uh, I think people are wise when they they pick a reliable source if they want world news, mm-hmm. but they, they don't let it dominate their whole day. They say, I'm, I'm going to check in at this point, but I'm also going to control how I you know frame the day. Is it based in things like gratitude and mm-hmm. um, love and humor and those basic elements that we all crave and kind of control the destiny of your day? Or, are, as you alluded to, are you going to uh, open yourself up to the flood of sort of uh, attention-grabbing, fear-mongering that, uh, that is available there if you want it. But uh, I certainly don't recommend exposing yourself to that stuff because it, it doesn't uh, inspire you and motivate you and, and uh, help you realize that you can have a lot of positive impact on, on your own life and the lives of others. Exactly. And as I tell people in the North American audiences, four out of ten people in the world live on less than $2 a day and even us on this call, nice people and all, but we're no des- more deserving to live in North America, be born here, than right. someone born uh, who lives or earns less than $2 a day. So whatever we complain about, just stop that because, yeah. you know, we, we don't live on $2 a day or less. Right, right. And those people that face adversity and happen to, you know, were moved to send us letters, they're they're the ones who have this elevated sense of gratitude, and you can learn from them. And you know, we all have personal challenges, and you know, challenges in various parts of our life. They might be extreme, or they might be uh, smaller challenges. But it's it's a matter of choosing whether you're going to focus on the, the good and help grow that, because what you focus on grows. And uh, the, hearing from people that have been through the worst and still choose to focus on what they're grateful for, whether it's, you know, time with a friend or a sandwich or, you know, breathing fresh air. I mean, that that has to be eye-opening for people, and, and you know, it, it resonates. And that's why the, this book we just finished, a lot of it is made up of uh, stories from other people, from our community, uh, letters and emails that have inspired us. Wow, wow. So now why optimism? Uh, there's a lot of, you mentioned resilience stories you heard earlier, yeah. uh, but optimism and 
faith and hope, like those are three, those are important things all that's tied into optimism, but that's your theme basically of your company and your apparel and the message, isn't it? That's right, and and uh, it could be perceived by some as uh, kind of a soft philosophical viewpoint. We we really believe that it is a pragmatic strategy for fulfilling goals, for living a happy and fulfilling life, and we've seen it in action in many stages. Like where, as kids, we saw our mother uh, take a pretty difficult situation in our house. Um, we faced. There was, we're the youngest of six kids, and uh, you know, as much as much dysfunction as any other home, maybe a little more, and um, some pretty major challenges. And she just chose to not only focus herself, but but really uh, encourage us to focus on what's right. And you know, the thing that stands out is at the dinner table, getting us all together every night, and and looking at each of us in the eye and saying, "Tell me something good that happened today." And as simple as that sounds, it changed the energy in the room, and it changed the energy of our whole house because we were riffing on, you know, funny things, positive things, absurd things, but like things that built momentum and camaraderie amongst us. And we didn't really know what, you know, we couldn't uh, sum it up when we were kids, but as we look back, we say, "Wow, she really." Um, she got us all to focus on the good, and now as grown-ups, that's just naturally the way our minds go. And as we started our business together, Bert and I, um, we realized that we faced a lot of uh, things that could have been really discouraging. Um, those five years, we had very little success. Um, we were wildly unsuccessful, I would say, financially. And we heard no a lot, and we we had to use those no's yeah, yeah. as uh, as learning points. You know, kind of use rejection as a as a personal trainer or teacher, and say, okay, they didn't like the graphic or the message or the price or or why are you in my dorm room at midnight? You know, just sort of like all these things that that uh, combine could have been really discouraging and ended the business. We we looked at as uh, really valuable feedback that would force us to get smarter and, and stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think that all is based on what we got from our mom. And um, and then, of course, the even deeper level of optimism that I mentioned about people going through real extreme difficulties and finding optimism to be the thing that helped them power through, oh. and, and not just power through, but uh, gain that elevated sense of gratitude and a really clear perspective on on what's really important in life. Amen, amen. Now uh, you're a purpose driven company, and uh, when I started this radio show, my idea was to interview people and companies making a positive difference in the world. And I know that uh, you are way more than a hundred million dollar apparel brand. That Life Is Good is actually making a positive difference in the world. Starting even with those letters that you get from people, imagine that wearing a hat can help you get, you know, think more positively going through cancer uh, treatments. But uh, tell us about how uh, the different ways life is good is making a difference. Thank you very much, Tom. And by the way, when you mentioned your hat, uh, the best part about it was how weathered it was because that means that means you've been spreading that message to to a lot of people by wearing it. Um, so, yeah, that's one way is simply infusing our products with, with uh, uplifting, inspiring messages. Um, we, we uh, over time, became a nonprofit as well as a for-profit business. 
and the Kids Foundation, the Life Skid Kids Foundation, um, is focused on helping child care providers, the, the real heroes that are in the trenches every day. And I'm talking about teachers, counselors, uh, people that work at shelters. These these people, uh, giving them the tools and support they need to build meaningful relationships with kids, um, that is to us the most important thing we can do um, because I think I mentioned earlier, like some kids don't get that opportunity to view the world with open arms naturally. They're in an environment that leads to fear being um, really prominent in their minds and to enable them to view the world like every kid should be able to, they need strong relationships in their lives. And so we realized that teaching the teachers could be a model that could have the most positive impact. So the Kids Foundation has trained over 5,000 child care providers and uh, is is positively impacting over 100,000 kids a day. So um, we feel like, and, and 10% of our annual profits as a company, as a business, go directly to uh, helping kids overcome poverty, violence, and illness. So um, if you're working inside our company, you know that whatever you're doing, packing a box or drawing a new graphic, you're helping kids. And if you're a customer, you know, we, we try to make it clear. We, we didn't really make that public for a while, but we realized that people will help our company grow if they know the good that's being done. So, you know, the 10% message is more prominent now. People know that uh, if they're doing business with Life is Good, they're helping kids in need. Mm. Yes, and I'll do business, uh, more business with any company that's doing that. If I'm going to buy from them anyway, I might buy more, but I'll certainly buy more regularly. I'll certainly feel better about buying. Yeah, uh, now, your book... If if I could I add, like, you know, in the, in the age of uh, online communication, like, the customer really controls that conversation. So... Um, if if you're authentic, you're really doing good things, people are going to spread the word for you and help you build your business. That's what's happened to us. And and if you're inauthentic, people can tear you down in in a heartbeat. And that's that's really the way it should be. Yeah. Exactly. Now, your book, before we started recording, I was telling you it's uh, pretty prominent everywhere I'm going. I went to Chapters at Square One, uh, Last night, and right at the front of the store, with new and hot nonfiction, right below Elon Musk's book, and right beside TD Jake's book, <laughs> is Life is Good. And then I purchased Success Magazine, I get home and read it, and Life is Good is reviewed in Success Magazine as well. So tell me about this book, because it's obvious the word is getting out, and it's being well-reviewed. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting a copy later today. Oh, thank you so much, Tom. Um, so we, uh, we've we had some suggestions and offers over the years to write a business book, and we didn't feel our story was that unique um, in that we, you know, a lot of businesses start in the basement or the garage or, or a truck. Um, but what we thought would be unique was writing a self-help book to spread the power of optimism and spread some of the plain spoken wisdom that we've picked up along the way. We've had a lot, we've had a very fun ride. And as I've shared with you, we've learned along the way from, you know, it was first our friends at the party, then it was retailers. And then more importantly, these customers that have told us, really uh, taught us the depth of this message. We feel like we have a lot of uh, 
stories to share from the community as well as our own, and we blended it with uh, really fun visuals, artwork, photos, top ten lists, um, and most importantly, tips for the reader on how to bring um, this basic foundation of, of optimism to life uh, for themselves in their day-to-day world. And um, the, the, the structure of the book is based on the Life is Good superpowers. And those are mm. uh, things like gratitude, humor, simplicity, authenticity. Optimism not only beats the alternative of pessimism, it actually enables us to access what we think is the 10 most important tools people have for living a happy and fulfilling life. And so each chapter is devoted to one of those superpowers, and we have stories within that speak to them, and it's extremely relatable. We're not psychologists, not overly academic, but we feel like it's real profound wisdom, and it's not something we created. It's something we've gathered and from listening and and then put it together on our own words. And we're really excited about the result and the early response has been incredible uh, so we're, we're psyched to share it with the world and um in the last few days have been extremely exciting with the release of the book nice nice now uh i'm coming down to your big canadian opening uh, launch event uh, later uh, this evening uh, my wife this morning said are you wearing that Superman shirt I bought you to this media event. <laughs> I said the guy wrote about the ten superpowers. So I think he did a, are the ten did it superpowers or superheroes? Superpowers. Superpowers. Right. Superpowers, right. Yeah. So I said superpowers, superheroes. He said, I said I'm sure he's going to appreciate me wearing my Superman shirt. Man, I wish my son was with me. He'd tackle you, and uh, <laughs> you want to learn all about your powers. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yeah, looking so, forward to that book. And now, uh, let's talk about like what's next for your brand because, you, as I said later on today, you're launching Canada. Yeah, uh, so we, we and have, that'll be exciting. We have some accounts that have been really loyal and selling Life Is Good in Canada. But as the business has grown in the U.S., um, very naturally, um, the demand has gotten louder and louder from Canada and other countries and uh so it makes a lot of sense this is a human brand and it's a human message and we want to spread it to as many people as possible and um we've got some good partners here and uh tonight is about connecting with um uh with with people like yourself and um letting you know what what our brand's all about because we think there's no uh laughter has no foreign accent and optimism is the need for optimism is is universal so yeah. we're we're excited. Tonight's going to be a blast, and um, we we know that there's a lot of um, people in Canada that haven't even heard of Life Is Good, and we think that the um, the principles in this book and the foundation of our brand is something that every part of the world could use. So we're, we're excited mm. about the expansion. Uh, I'll be letting everyone I know know about it, and I certainly have for many years with that hat. If I weren't moving, I'm in our new condo sitting in a chair, and we have a blow-up bed. That's all that's in here right now. <laughs> not my hat, not my collection of 50 hats. Otherwise, I'd be wearing my Superman shirt and my Life is Good hat. I'll be looking for Superman. Yep. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> more of a Aqu- Aquaman is my man, but anyone who's uh, using their powers for good is is a friend of our brand. Nice. Now, I was a little confused about the Canadian Open uh, because I've been to a Life is Good store in Oakville, 
near where I live. Yeah, that's why times. it's not launching. Really, isn't the right word, but uh, it's it's an expansion. And um, and again, there's been customers here that have been with us for seven, eight years. So um, and some of them will be here tonight. So um, we we're very grateful to them. But it's more of a conscious effort to reach more people in Canada because we keep hearing that uh, there, there's a growing demand uh, up beyond the border. Our, uh, yeah. yeah. Now, did you ever think of Canadianizing it by saying life is good, eh? <laughs> well, maybe maybe we, there's room for you on our on our creative hub team. Um. <laughs> if you're in Canada, you got to say eh a lot, so yeah. life is good, eh? I'll work on it. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you later. I'm excited to get the book. I'm excited to get a hat that's not so uh, <laughs> dilapidated looking. Yep. And uh, I know that Canadians need optimism. We Some of us have it, but we need to continually feed it. Because just because you have optimism today doesn't mean that tomorrow's battles aren't going to be challenging as well. So it's an ongoing thing. If you wear your hat every day, it's just a good reminder. It's like myself. I always answer amazing when asked how I'm doing. I tell people 80% of the time it's true, but 20% of the time it's to remind myself that it's true. Yeah. And a life is good hat or shirt can remind you, because uh, people may ask you, why is life good? You're here at a cancer ward or you're doing this or that. Why is life good? And you can't wear a shirt or a hat like that and come off with a weak message. You've got to be selling them on why life is good. And so uh, that kind of uh, apparel uh, affects the mind as much as makes the body look good as well. Wow, well said. I mean, yeah, pe- people use it. Uh, they feel like it's a connector to other people, but it's also a reminder um, in the morning when they choose to put that on. It's it's going to keep them in that frame of mind of based in optimism and gratitude. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And, by the way, th- thanks for what you do with your career. I mean, it sounds like you're basically doing the same thing, helping people uh, focus right. on positive and, and growing optimism, you know? Right, exactly. So I'll settle. I'll, I'll stay with life is good. <laughs> uh, I'll just still answer amazing. But uh, for sure, i got to help spread your message. And uh, everybody who looks at me sideways for a while is going to notice life is good. <laughs> Yep. Good talking to you. This is pretty exciting for me. As I said, probably going to be in my top ten in my memory. You know, when I meet some, I'll be like, okay, I interviewed Joe Girard, I interviewed John Jacobs, and I interviewed this guy, this guy. <laughs> so this is in my hall of fame. Thanks so much oh, for your right time on, today, man. John. Tom, I'm thank going to you see so you much. later today. Thanks for taking the time. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.